I think it's a really crafty and creative way to take that New Year's resolution to the next step. Mm -hmm. Franklin Public Radio, anywhere on the internet, WFPR.FM, and in the local Franklin Mass FM radio dial 102.9. Here today for another session in our studio with Mitzi Guzzi from the library to talk about January 2024? Really? <laughs> Don't get me started, Steve. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! <laughs> Let's get all the other holiday stuff behind us. We're going to talk about New Year in January. It's I can't wrap my brain around it being 2024 right now. It's it's not real yet. Not real, but it's coming. It's you know day at a time. I'm still going to be writing three at the end of the year for at least another month. So for January, just for to get January. it out of the way. Yes, schedule. The library hours are Monday through Thursday, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And Sundays, 1.30 p.m. to 5 p.m. We're closed two days this month. Yeah, there's a couple of exceptions. Little holidays happen to fall in there. Yep. So January 1st, obviously, and January 15th are the two days where the library will be closed. The rest of the time, come on in. We're happy right. to have you. It's on any, the way. Any special hours on the Sundays before? The Sundays before, the only one that would matter would be the January 1st holiday, and which New technically would be New Year's Eve. Right. Still technically December. Right. We are closed on that Sunday, I you do are. believe. Just right. But uh, as far as the 15th, nope, Sunday's no. good to go. Just FYI. And then, of course, if there's any changes given current events with power outages that do happen from time to time with storms, Check the social media, the town page, library page, things of that sort. So it was a course. safe reminder. Definitely. Anytime that you want to see the updated information, you can find it posted on the library's website. We make copious posts to Facebook. Mm -hmm. We try and update Twitter, but it's been less a priority because Twitter... is just kind of... It's Twitter at this <laughs> point. That's, that's as far as I want to get in with that. It's just Twitter. Technically, it's X. Which is even worse. So we'll move on to yeah, another Yeah, we'll move topic. on. We'll move on. We'll look at the good stuff and the highlights. Yes, we'll look at the good stuff and the highlights. <laughs> ah, so to start off, we'll go in age order, as is tradition. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we'll start with the kids. Now, we have a special event on January 6th. No registration required. It's our science series returns. So it's a special science workshop brought to you by volunteers from the Franklin High School Science Department. It's ideal for ages 7 plus. It's mm. a ton of fun. The last time they had a bunch of different uh, chemical reaction projects. Ooh, those can be fun, yes. Yes, I can't wait to see what they're doing this time. Okay. It's bound to be a blast. Mm -hmm. Hopefully not literally. Um, this is true, yes. Yes, a safe blast, an age-appropriate blast. Um, and I think those of school age know that when the science night at the high school comes, and I think it's in May, 
Um, we'll check the date on that, but um, that's a big draw. There's a lot happening. So yeah, this kind of could be a preview on a mini it, scale. <laughs> it kind of is. It really kind of is. It's a ton of fun. Uh, we also have a new art program joining the repertoire. Uh, that'll be on Tuesday, January 16th at 3 o'clock p.m. And that is Petite Picasso's. So we have a new member of the staff joining us, Miss Lily. And she is going to walk us through our own step-by-step -step painting of a winter-themed kitty. And it's a great fit for children ages 6 through 12. All the materials are provided. Now, as with some of our other pro art programs, because of supplies, registration. registration is required. The photo that they have on the flyer that you can see on Facebook, mm -hmm. etc., is the live thing. Oh. It's sitting in the back circulation office. It is adorable. <laughs> so you can get a preview of what the output will be. Yeah, it really is. Like, it's not based on this. No, that is the actual thing mm -hmm. that Lily created. She's oh, super talented, super fun. Excellent. Um, we have our semi-annual now returning to Shavat. Saturday, January 20th at noon. Um, it's a Jewish holiday known as the New Year of the Trees. Okay. We're celebrating it with games and crafts, etc. And it's a partnership with uh, Temple Etz Chaim. Yes. The local Franklin Temple. Yes. yes. Yep. And that should be fun. And then... We also have our Family Literacy Night, which will be Wednesday, January 24th, from 5.30 to 7.30. So that will be presented in partnership with the Franklin Public Schools. Mm -hmm. There will be curated tables of family read-alouds. Um, there will be tips and tricks and free resources just to help engage more in reading, especially for young readers, new readers. And we're also getting a visit from a very special um, person that is on the Franklin uh, Police Department. Oh, may they walk on four feet? They may. They may. They so may. people with a, an appropriate tease probably <laughs> can figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I saw the first, I think, Facebook or Instagram post, etc., on the family night, and it was like, ooh, that sounds interesting. There's, um, it's a nice way to kind of introduce. Also, we have a read with Riley, which is a ther local therapy, therapy dog, dog in right. our community. That is a really fun way to mm -hmm. engage kids with reading, especially reading out loud. Sure. And uh, it's going to be fun. It's yep. going to be adorable. And the last thing I'll mention for the kiddos is. It wouldn't be a month in the children's department without a scavenger hunt. Uh, you got to go find stuff. Yep. So for those of you who love coming in for our scavenger hunts and even make a habit of doing it more than once a week, <laughs> we'll be having our penguin scavenger hunt starting on January 20th through at least February 3rd. Seasonally appropriate penguins be in winter time. We yep. may or may not have snow. That's another story. But we'll have penguins. We'll have penguins for National Penguin Day. So there'll be a bunch of penguins hiding throughout the library. Yes. Go look for a penguin. Yep. They're very cute. 
quite adorable. That wraps us up for in our kids and um, littles category. Kids and littles, kiddos and littles. Yep. yep. We go into our teens. Now, the teens have two big things this month. You have the vision board making event on Wednesday, January 10th, hmm. 5.30 p.m. Set your intentions for 2024, um, creating vision boards. They're like collages to narrow down your thoughts on what you want your year to look like. Mm -hmm. To give you something to focus on and to remind yourself, I want to go here and maybe some of the ways to get there. Right. It's, it's a, little a really... More, yeah, it's a little more substantial than kind of the New Year's resolutions, which some people make and then some people kind of ignore. But by doing the collage piece, um, you get towards that vision because as an ex-coach, when I had high school students trying to do the high jump, if they couldn't visualize in their mind that they were going to make it, guess what? They never did. Exactly. Because you've got to vision it first. And, vision, and if you can see yourself succeeding, then it'll happen. Maybe not immediately, but it will happen. It gives you that goal to work for. It keeps that in your mind. Mm -hmm. And when, when you're thinking like that, when you're thinking about it more often, you're taking more conscious steps and more unconscious steps towards fulfilling that goal. Right. And I think it's a really crafty and creative way to take that New Year's resolution to the next step. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then our second event is our teen paint party, which will be Wednesday, January 17th at 6 o'clock p.m. Teens ages 12 plus follow a step-by-step -step painting. Um, it's going to be winter-themed. Materials are provided. Registration Stations required. required. Yep. Yep. But as the with usual. all of the teen paint parties mm -hmm. it's bound to be a blast sure yeah very yeah. good time definitely good to uh get outside the box so to speak no yeah. no equations no essays just paint yep and it doesn't have to be perfect no it's never going to be perfect you have to make it your own and really embrace the imperfection in it mm -hmm. to see its real value and beauty. Because you make it, it is your art. Exactly. Right. That wraps up teens, and we move straight into the adults mm -hmm. and the new adults. And we have, first up, I'm very excited. I've been working with Greg Siebert and R.A. Lawson at Dean College. Mm -hmm. Now, they're professors there. They This project is not associated with their work at Dean. Okay. This is a passion project of their own that they've been working on. They go outside the box, too. Exactly. <laughs> so this is not a Dean official collaboration, okay. per se, sure. but it is. it has... Dean markings along the periphery. Right. And we're very happy to bring a pre-release screening and discussion on a docu-series that they've been working on called The Boat Builders. The Boat Builders covers the historical legacy and present-day impacts of the boat building community in mostly New England so we'll be watching the first episode of their docu-series, oh. getting a preview before even released. Mm -hmm. So this is 
not the final edit. They're looking for feedback and also wanting to discuss and open discourse on sure. the topic. And that first episode is going to be focused on Rhode Island. So Ooh, near, near and dear. Exactly. Yeah. So pre-release screening. So this is not a red carpet event. This is before the final cut is made. Yes. But it is still the preview and they're looking for feedback. That sounds like a fun thing to do. If you're interested in cinematography, if you're interested in history, if you're interested in shipbuilding or um, the ports and coast of Rhode Island, Massachusetts, mm -hmm. please come join us. I'm sure that there will be ample opportunity not only to learn something new, but also maybe share some of your own history mm -hmm. and some of your own knowledge into that area. Right. Yeah. And do you know how much of a series it's going to be? Clearly, this is the first, the preview. The first episode, run, I believe, runs about 30 minutes. I think all the episodes run about 30 right. minutes. Which is a good time spot for them. Yep. And the, I believe it's about five episodes in total, maybe a bit more. I'm not 100% no, sure on fine. that. Yeah. But it... It's the early review of a series, yep. and for somebody in history, specifically Madison, Rhode Island, but anything in New England, boat building, and yeah, that's that sounds like a sounds like if I can make it, I will be there. <laughs> Please do it. I've seen their um, their work before. Greg is a brilliant director; mm -hmm. does a lot of great things. It's gonna. I think it's gonna be a really fun and interesting night of. Not only the documentary and seeing how those are made and how mm, those evolve yeah, and being involved yeah. in sure. the almost being involved in the creative process almost as yeah. that feedback audience, mm -hmm. that you know first glimpse, right? But also um, kind of setting up to see where it goes next. The second thing that I want to bring up for adults is that it is tax season. Oh, yeah. April 15th will come more rapidly once we get to January 1st. <laughs> oh, very much so. So to start that off, um, I've mentioned before that the library runs a volunteer income tax preparation yep. program. So we covered that in the last episode. People can go back and we'll include the link in the show notes. Yep. So that is chugging right along. And what we're doing is we have our first registration day coming up, and that'll be January 20th, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's a Saturday. We're basically running it all day. So this is focused on the people who want to get assistance filing their taxes. Exactly. Right. This is come in, talk to a volunteer, Figure out what paperwork you have, what paperwork you need. Mm -hmm. Go through that checkbox process. Right. And get your appointment. Set to come back and actually do the Exactly. The that way, if you're missing any paperwork, you have time to get it. Mm -hmm. If you're curious about if our site can help you, we'll figure that out. Mm -hmm. Get the process started. Sure. If our site can't help you, if we're not equipped for that, mm -hmm. then we also have time to start referring you out to some of the other sites close by. Sure. So that you're not stuck with an appointment coming in and it's just like, we can't help you. I'm sorry. I, I hope you can get another appointment, mm -hmm. which yeah. can be yeah. very hard. 
Early is better. Absolutely. Early is much better. Yeah. Now we will be running registration and intake, as it were, during the actual appointment times mm -hmm. too. We'll sure. have someone running yeah. that so that we can get future appointments booked, etc. Yeah. This is not your only shot at no. it. No. But this is the first chance. Mm -hmm. So if you want to get your appointment in, you want to make sure that you have your appointment set in stone and ready to go. Mm -hmm. Come and talk to us. That way we can get this you started. Right. And then if you can't make January 20th, then the site will be running on Saturdays pretty much most of the day mm -hmm. from February through Mar March into the early bit of April before right. taxes are due. Sure. So you'll be able to make an appointment at any of those. Time periods, yeah. dates and times, yep. And I'm assuming you probably would still, could still utilize some volunteers who want to help on the other side doing either the intake and we or the processing. Always. The more volunteers, the more people we can help. Right. So if you're interested in helping provide intake services where you're just interviewing someone and saying, all right, what is this? Do you have this? Has this happened this year? And going through that checklist and helping mm -hmm. people figure out what paperwork they need and getting them their appointment. You can do that. And that is a official volunteer position. Yep. And the there is an exam involved with it. Mm -hmm. Literally, it is 10 questions on ethics mm -hmm. and 10 questions on the intake form. Right. That is it. Yep. That, and you are certified. It is not hard. It is not by any means, you know, some academic implausibility. Right. Anyone, I would say anyone with a modicum of high school education mm -hmm. should be able to help. Okay. Yep. And then there are there is training available for that as well. There's training available yep. for every single aspect of it. Mm -hmm. There's training, there's documentation, there... Um, previews of all the materials you you're not you're never going to go in blind sure even if you are just exploring it shoot me an email mm -hmm. we can explain out. the process more yep. enjoy that um enjoy a conversation where you can figure out if this really fits for you and email is mguzi at minlib.net so G-O-U-S-I-E. Mm -hmm. And we'll include that in the show notes. It's yep. also on the library page as well. So yes. it's in a few places. You don't have to go scramble for basic paper. You can find <laughs> most of the information that I talk about along with a lot of the announcements from the IRS consider, uh, for different uh, tax credits and reminders mm -hmm. on the library's webpage under the Adult Services tab. Okay. There is a um, volunteer income tax link that I'm populating that as often as I can with different resources to better prepare people mm -hmm. for the Good. coming tax year. Because the library is a resource for multiple things, not just books. Not just books. <laughs> I mean, yesterday it was power <laughs> and Wi-Fi. And Wi-Fi, which is still, you know, these days certainly critical to maintaining, you know, some f sufficiency in terms of the daily world. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, now, moving away from taxes, we move into some events that are open to pretty much all ages. 
and we have one new program on January 11th, 6.30 p.m., and that is our Tricky Trivia. So Tricky you, Trivia. I mean, you've done music trivia, you've done other kinds of trivia, so this is Tricky Trivia. Yes. So I'm the one running... So I'm the one running this, and... I might be a little bit more malicious with my <laughs> level of challenge than other people. I'll, I'll throw some easy ones in there, some softballs, but mm -hmm. I tend to like to throw in a curveball every once mm -hmm. in a while. So instead of when you turn the dial to 8 or 9, sometimes you go to 11? <laughs> as well with my girls who code and I love to give them challenges where yes. it's uh, it's stuff we've talked about or it's stuff that's in the materials that they're provided mm -hmm. and they either have to remember it or be able to find it quickly oh well that's a good thing it, it is very good um, it was the last time we did it they had a wonderful time being wrong trusting Google <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Google is not always the, well, there is certainly a good place to start, but it's not always going to give you the immediate answer the first time. <laughs> it, uh, I like to say that it'll give you the answer you asked for, not necessarily the answer you want. And that, I think that'll be fun. I think that'll be fun. Not everything is going to be wicked hard, but, yeah. you know, there, there's probably going to be one or two stumpers in there for the real hardcore mm -hmm. right. trivia masters out there. Right. Uh, no registrations required. Join up, up as a as a team, show up as an individual person, mm -hmm. and, you know, get your bragging rights in. Yeah, it sounds like there'll be a good time had, no matter whether you win or lose. Yep. <laughs> there, there's going to be something for everyone. And then the other All Ages event we have in January is on January 31st, right at the end of the month, mm -hmm. 6.30 p.m. We're working with Safe Coalition to provide a Narcan training oh, yes. for the community. Yes. Now, we all know Narcan, it's a life-saving medication yep. to help with possible overdose situations, etc. Yep. And this training will go through how to use it, when to use it, mm -hmm. those key features that may help save a life. Yeah, and Safe Coalition, for those who are not aware, they came to being about six years ago. They've grown rapidly. They are an amazing organization doing a lot of things, not just around overdose and abuse awareness, but into the mental health aspects of that as well. So, yeah. Um, their website I feature frequently on Franklin Matters. They're, they're doing good stuff. Um, there's somebody to know just in case you need to know. I cannot agree more. They are one of my favorites mm -hmm. uh, as far as organizations to work with right. in Franklin. They do amazing things. They're always going the extra mile for our community. I can't say enough nice things about them. We'll also include in the show notes uh, Jen Knight-Levine, their current CEO, if I remember the title correctly, um, had two presentations, one earlier this year talking about SAFE and then Mon Marsh recently talking about their interaction with the migrant uh, housing situation. And those two <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I shared the audio segments. The videos are available in the town council meetings. They're just, they're just powerful. She is just a person to know. Yes, very, very much so. Yep. She is a powerhouse, and I absolutely love her. So what on else that in January? Serious note, <laughs> on, on that, that serious, very serious yes. note, we'll end with the book sale. It's January 19th and 20th. Your typical hours, 1 to 5 on the 19th, 9 to noon on the 20th. Books are a dollar. Bag sale on the 20th from 1 to 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. And we will end on something truly light. Not, we got heavy there for a moment. Yeah, we did. We, we did. got We got heavy there. It's worth the conversation. But let's end on a high note. So the library is doing a reading challenge. Mm-hmm. In 2023, we were participating in the Massachusetts Center of the Books Reading yes. Challenge. Yep. And this year, we decided to do it ourselves. Oh, good. So the first challenge book in January is a author's debut book. If you come down to the library on our January calendars, have we'll have some, suggest- mm-hmm. we have some suggestions going. Mm-hmm. And how this is going to work. For each monthly prompt that you submit on time, you'll get a free book book coupon at the book sale. And that will also get you into the raffle for grand prizes at the end. At the end of the year. Yes. So you can build up over the succeeding 11 months, total 12 altogether. Yep. And I'm sure that might be a, a pretty good prize. <laughs> it could. We're still in the process of, for, of formulating what that exact prize mm-hmm. is. Sure. But you can find more details on our website. No, and just the book credit for a book sale. I mean, that's got some value, too. It does. You can, It's amazing what you can find there. Absolutely. I've seen things that are literally brand new. Right. And they're for a buck. Yep. It. Especially kids' books. Oh, yes. You know you'd go through kids' books, and they mm-hmm. grow out of everything so quickly. Sure. Fifteen bucks or one. Twenty bucks or one. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially when it's something that they'll be interested in, and it'll be at their level for maybe a few years, yeah. if that. And generally, at that age... With some exceptions, they're not worn out. Yeah. I mean, they may be used, but they're not worn out. They look almost brand new. They do. And, I mean, we go through and check at all of our donations right. for right. quality and how new or distressed they look. So for the book that the kiddo really, really gave a whole lot of attention to and loved to eat even, well, those don't make it to the shelf. Exactly. <laughs> But definitely come in for the book sales and check out our reading challenge. It's always worth getting an extra book in during Mm -hmm. the year. We'll have some recommendations on the library's print calendars. We're looking at putting them in different places, but we're not 100% yet. Mm -hmm. And as always, if you're looking for more info on what the library does, what the library offers, and what the library can do for you, sign up for our newsletter. It's a big old link on our website. Mm -hmm. You get one email per month, and it is everything. 
and that email just search through for the age group that you want we have everything listed by age group mm-hmm. or you know browse through the entire thing and you will literally see all of the things that we're doing you'll see every story time every paint party every event that we have mm-hmm. running and that goes out on the last day of the month so it's right before everything mm-hmm. kicks off right and to reinforce what we've done here in the few minutes we've had it's been you know 20 or so we don't get into every single thing we just kind of skimmed over the highlights the special events by category because yes. you have something going almost every hour of every day for one of the groups anyway so yeah I there's mean, a lot happening in the library we have at least one children's program every morning at least one after school program almost every afternoon we usually have an evening program two or three times, plus the Saturday programs and mm-hmm. some Sunday ones. So yes, it's, it's a, a busy lot. place. Yeah, it's and a lot. I've mentioned it in other places. We might as well throw it in here too. We manage the community calendar, and the community calendar respectfully excludes both the senior center and the library, simply because those two calendars would overwhelm whatever else is going on in the community. <laughs> so people would never find out other cultural and community events which are also important so we just respectfully just list if you want something to library go to the library page want something of a senior center go to the senior center page I, that is perfectly understandable reasonable and understood it's pra- because it's practical it's practical <laughs> it's a practical matter the senior center the, i think the only people possibly doing as much or more than the library is mm-hmm. the senior center sure and also, as a plug to the Senior Center, great friends over there. Mm-hmm. Not all of those events are strictly for seniors. Oh, they for, yes, do do definitely. some yeah. like younger ages, some teen stuff. Mm-hmm. Double check. Double yes. check. And go hang out with some uh, elder folks. Yep. They definitely could... I don't know. They could use the company and yeah. the different perspectives. When we start separating ourselves by age group we start to lose no, perspective there's, there's knowledge amongst the generations that need to be shared yeah by all means yeah and i'll put a quick plug in i do a monthly franklin q a so if you've got any questions like oh what's going on over there what's the budget like how come the school is closed any of those franklin questions i run a hybrid event so you can go to the senior center mm-hmm. and if you're not comfortable going to the senior center and weather being one of those i totally understand that there's a hybrid, so you can do it via Zoom. And the link's available. You can sign up either through the Senior Center or through the Franklin.News page. And once a month, you can get some info from a trusted source. Because if I don't have the answer, I'll get it for you. <laughs> Much like a librarian. If you don't know the answer, you know where to find it. Yes. Well, thank you for spending some time to talk about January. We've still got a few bits of December to get through. But January, there's going to be a lot happening. Yep. We, um, I mean, we're coming up on the end of December. We still have um, pancakes and pajamas. We have a holiday concert coming up. We have the whole vacation week. There, vacation we have a separate week. calendar just for the vacation week. Just for the vacation yep. week, especially in the kids' department. So yep. keep yep. an eye out for that. But yeah, January, twenty twenty four. 
we should cue in kind of the happy new year music as we close but i didn't prepare for that <laughs> we'll, 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 maybe in post we'll, maybe in february we'll add a groundhog sound or something who knows <laughs> well thank you again for sharing some time and the events there's lots going on Thank you for having me, Steve. It's great to be able to share this way, and we really appreciate the opportunity to contact more of our community. Right. And for the listeners, quick reminder, we do this because Franklin matters. We are now producing this in collaboration with Franklin TV and Franklin Public Radio. This podcast is my public service effort for Franklin, but we can't do it alone. We can always use your help. How can you help? If you can use the information that you find here, please tell your friends and neighbors. If you don't like something here, please let me know. Through this feedback loop, we can continue to make improvements. And I thank you for listening. For additional information, please visit franklinmatters.org. If you have questions or comments, you can reach me directly at suresteve at gmail.com. The music for the intro and exit was provided by Michael Clark and the group East of Shirley, the piece is titled Ernesto Manana, copyright Michael Clark and Tintype Tunes in 2008, and used with their permission. I hope you enjoy. By the way, you can also subscribe and listen to Franklin Matters Radio on your favorite podcast app. Search in podcasts for Franklin Matters.